Star Wars 7x7, episode 1228. Today, more thoughts on the announcement of Ryan Johnson as the creator of a new Star Wars trilogy and the other Star Wars news that was kind of overshadowed on the same day. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Trisha Barr, author of Ultimate Star Wars and host of Fangirls Going Rogue. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And, you know, I want to go back to the initial announcement that launched a thousand blog posts. And the initial announcement happened during the Disney investor call. And just so you can hear it for yourself, here is Bob Iger revealing the news about Ryan Johnson and the new Star Wars trilogy. We had big ambitions for the Star Wars franchise when we acquired Lucasfilm five years ago. And we're already exceeding our expectations. The Force Awakens and Rogue One alone delivered more than $3 billion at the box office, revealing the tremendous, enduring appeal of this franchise and establishing a strong foundation for the future. We're thrilled to have two new Star Wars movies in theaters during this fiscal year. The Last Jedi opens December 15th, ticket pre-sales are strong, and the excitement will only intensify as we get closer to the release date. And we just wrapped production on Solo, our second standalone Star Wars movie, It's essentially the Han Solo origin story, and given the huge popularity and global affection for this iconic character, we expect a lot of interest and enthusiasm when it opens over Memorial Day weekend. We've got more great Star Wars movies already planned for years to come. In addition to the 2019 release of Episode 9, we're very happy to announce that we've just closed the deal with Ryan Johnson, the director of The Last Jedi, to develop a brand new Star Wars trilogy. Now, I don't know about you, but a few things strike me about that. First of all, it sounds like he's reading from a script, which, I mean, it's an investor call, so I imagine they have these things very carefully scripted out, right? So that's number one. But number two, it's from somebody who is just delivering facts. And believe me, the way that Andy Gutierrez revealed it on the Star Wars show, like the enthusiasm and the excitement is all there. Of course, that was part of our episode on Friday, episode 1225, in talking about the initial breaking news of that situation. And here's the thing. When I did the podcast on Friday, or actually it was recorded on Thursday, not long after the announcement of the new trilogy, and it debuted on Friday... I talked about what this means for The Last Jedi, and ultimately, I said it must mean that The Last Jedi is a really good movie, because why would they have given him a three-picture deal and said, hey, go ahead and develop a whole new trilogy, and if the movie wasn't any good? I mean, clearly they have seen enough of the movie, and it's supposed to be final, it's supposed to be locked, so they've probably seen the finished product at this point, and they think so highly of it that they said, all right, you got an idea for a trilogy? We'll bite, let's do it. But that's not even the utter and complete reality of the situation, and that's what I want to bring to your attention today. So, we know, of course, that The Force Awakens crossed $2 billion at the box office, and Rogue One crossed a billion at the box office. So, clearly, these things are big moneymakers for Lucasfilm and Disney. But they're not even the entire story, and they're only a fraction of the story. Where the real money is 
for Lucasfilm and for Disney is in the licensing and merchandising thereof. It was a famously reported stat that whereas the movies for you know the original Star Wars movies, um, the ones that were not done under the new Lucasfilm Disney scenario, um, that they made maybe four billion dollars at the box office, but made thirty-two billion in terms of licensing and merchandising rights. So it's a factor of eight. I don't know that the factor is as crazy wild anymore, but it still is significant. Now, as far as our current day situation. It's not easy to get at that number because it's not just something that Lucasfilm comes out and says, wow, we made billions of dollars or anything like that. No, you got to get to analysts to figure this stuff out. And according to a piece in Forbes that ran in December of 2015, uh, the woman who wrote it, whose name here, let me get it, Natalie Robomed, um, Forbes staff. It says that analysts are predicting Star Wars merch will generate some $3 billion in sales in 2015 and $5 billion over the next 12 months, basically 2016. Now, even if you made just the absolute baseline assumptions, which are that a Star Wars movie will make at least a billion dollars at the box office and merchandising and licensing sales will manage to hit $3 billion in a given year, well... That basically means that at a bare minimum, Ryan Johnson has been given the keys to producing $12 billion in revenue for Lucasfilm and Disney. And I'm not talking about The Last Jedi at all as part of this calculation. I'm just talking about the new trilogy that's been announced. If you assume a base minimum of a billion dollars at the box office per movie, and you assume a base minimum of three billion dollars per year in merchandising and and, uh, licensing, right? So just for the sake of ease of discussion, let's apply each of those to each of the movies, right? So if Lucasfilm is doing one movie a year, right, then you could say, all right, the three billion in licensing and merchandising, let's just apply it to whatever movie is coming out that year. Maybe that's not a clean assumption, but, you know, I think it'll work for our purposes. And basically it means that Lucasfilm and possibly Disney as well, Disney's probably seen this too, They're so excited about The Last Jedi. They're so happy with the work that Ryan Johnson did that they said, Hey, Ryan, we want you to make us another $12 billion. Okay, wrap your head around that $12 billion at a bare minimum, at a bare minimum. So... Yeah, this is extraordinary news. And again, the thing I said on Friday about trying to keep expectations down and and not have outrageously huge expectations for The Last Jedi, it's getting harder and harder to keep those expectations in check based on stuff like this. Anyway, I'd love to know what your thoughts are if you think that knowing that he's been told... He has to make them $12 billion more dollars, and they trust him with doing that, even though his movie hasn't even hit theaters yet and won't for another month and change. You know, what do you think about that? Please let me know at the comments at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com or on Facebook where you find the post for this episode at SW7X7.com. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, I guess you can get there. SW7X7.com slash Facebook will get you there, but so will Facebook.com slash SW7X7. All right, I'm going to take a quick break, and then... I haven't talked about the other news that Bob Iger revealed, and so, yeah, it kind of got overshadowed by this Ryan Johnson announcement, but let's not leave that stone unturned. Stay tuned. 
Hey Rebel Rouser, The Last Jedi is coming out in theaters in December, and so it's time for you to brush up on your knowledge of The Force Awakens. Luckily, I've got the thing for you. It's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book. It's available on Amazon right now. Just go to sw7x7.com TFA to get right there. And inside you'll find more than 501 galaxy-spanning questions and answers about The Force Awakens. Again, it's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book, SW7X7.com. Seven.com slash TFA. All right, so this isn't exactly news because this was reported at some point. I, I remember seeing it on Entertainment Weekly's website, and it was something about how the fine folks at Lucasfilm were in development on a new Star Wars live action TV series. Well, that got name checked again in the earnings call by Bob Iger on November, that would have been November 9th, Thursday, which is the same day that they announced the Ryan Johnson new trilogy news. But there is still yet to be any other announcement about what this live-action series is going to be all about, other than there is a live-action series in development, and some stage of development, that we're going to be able to get to look forward to. I don't know if that means it's going to be out in time for the 2018-19 TV season, or if we're going to have to wait another year for that one you know it would be kind of interesting if it turned out that we had episode nine happen in uh memorial day weekend 2019 and then just a few short months later we get a tv series that debuts in the fall of 2019 and maybe is set in a republic or a new republic slash first order era galaxy 34 years on from the original trilogy but I'm sure they have a lot of options to explore. So more news about that as it becomes available. In the meantime, I want to say thank you as always for listening to today's podcast. And hey, may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go out into an asteroid cave, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans, become a patron of the show at patreon.com SW7x7. It doesn't feel like rock, it's destiny unleashed. is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Mother's Day is almost here and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style. All for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.